It's now time for the Golden Valley Bowls program on your Saturday morning. Live and local on 1FM. Thank you, Jason Welch, on this Saturday morning. And we've got Brian Nisbet rolling Brian in the studio and the podcaster uh, for After the Jack as well. The panellist, of course, Ashley Williams. So there on the podcast, of course, with Brian Nisbet that you can hear through the Shepparton News during the week. Hello, boys. Morning, Stats. Yeah. Morning, Ashley. Good, good morning. Yeah, it's great to be here with our finals upon us, Brian. Certainly is, mate. And uh, hopefully uh, I'll actually go up to the Murray today to see um, Cobram host Yamurka Golf. I'm going up to have a look at a uh, good mate of mine, Mark Jones, and uh, all also... Uh, keep an eye on Geoffrey Sutcliffe and the Yamurka town. Uh, our esteemed uh, chief in Alan Rogers will be skipping a team, um, which includes Ross Higgins, formerly played for your club. Yes, yep. Uh, and Brian Hall, so there's a bit of interest in both. And the Greens up there are supposed to be very... Um, no, they're at one U, sorry. They're playing one U at one U, Yamurka. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the game at Cobram, though. Yeah, look, uh, it's it's certainly a great time to be involved and lucky enough to be playing in an elimination final myself today, Brian, for, for Shep Park. Yeah, Ash, and uh, how do you think Shep Park's fared this year? Yeah, look, I think um, at the start of the year, most um, judges probably had a clear top three with Shep Golf, Tally and Kyabram. Um, obviously, with Kai recruiting so well, they were clearly in that top bracket and then uh, there's probably three sides competing for that fourth spot. So uh, we, we did a really good job, I guess, to, to sort of uh, hold serve I get throughout the year against those sides that were at a similar level to us, you know, Stanhope, uh, Tat Hilltop, and then uh, East Shepparton and Marupna. Um, and we won seven games, and that was enough to get us into fourth spot. And, look, we're under no illusions today, playing the reigning Premier's tally over at Stanhope. Um, stats you'll like this reference um, you know, Bill Collins in the 1982 Cox Plate famously said Kingston Town can't win and look um, Kingston Town did end up winning that day. And and I still reckon it's better than Wings but that's a debate for another day. <laughs> yeah, most definitely um, but look most people probably think Shep Park can't win today and look Tally beat us by 30 odd shots last Saturday so we've got a lot to make up in, in seven days but you know we're there now and um, finals are a funny game and um, you know, really, it's a free hit for us. So we're under no pressure whatsoever. Tally are obviously really determined to get back in the grand final after winning the flag last year. And if we can run them as close as we can through into the 90, 90, en- 90 ends or so, um, you know, maybe they might sweat a little bit and we can sneak over the line. Would you prefer it to be over 84 ends? Look, look I think um, that's definitely the way things are trending. You know, we're one of the only competitions that don't play... Uh, 21 ends straight through and I think for the um, <clears throat> for the overall product I guess and um, the game being a much better spectacle uh, I think 21 straight through would be the way to go just in terms of it not dragging out all af- all Saturday afternoon you can get finished a lot earlier maybe even look at starting games earlier on a Saturday as well and then it's not taking up all your day. Yeah, certainly. Look, I'm, I'm a great advocate for the 21 ends. And, and, and certainly, like, the way the competition, particularly Div 1s, sort of panned out this year, those top clear top three sides, uh, having 21 ends straight through would eliminate some of the sort of really lopsided results, I think. Because um, you find in, that, in those last sort of four or five ends, 
particularly with the sides that struggle, uh, that's when they tend to drop away. Like they might already be 15 or 20 shots down on three of the four rings. And so, you know, their interest level's gone. Um, and, and then all of a sudden a 40-shot win blows out to 60 or 70 shots, which you don't really want to see week to week in the competition. You want it to be as, you know, um, close and tight as possible. Yeah, and um, before I forget to mention it, and apologies to Ronnie Holland who runs this uh, tournament, St. Patrick's Day Charity Tournament at Shepparton Park. It's on Thursday the 16th of March. Uh, mixed fours, three games of eight ends. All the proceeds go to charity. And there's a spinning wheel, uh, spot prizes, raffles. Um, you know, you name it, it's on. So it's uh, $10 per person. That includes lunch and afternoon tea. Contact Wes Gibbs on 5823-2192 or Ronnie Holland on 0419-213-508. And it's a, I recommend this day. It's a, it's a fun day. You've got to wear something green if you can to get into the... Uh, Spirit of the day, yeah. Look, uh, certainly Ronnie Holland and his and his organising committee's done a fantastic job over a number of years organising the St Patrick's Day tournament, and it always gets a great turnout. And even just the the businesses that support it with you know raffle prizes, donations, and things like that, uh, it's raised uh, a lot of money over a number of years, and uh, hopefully it's well supported again this year. And like the note says here, everyone goes home a winner. I love that. Yeah, so basically everyone who plays goes home with at least a, a prize of some description. And, uh, yeah, there's certainly plenty on offer on the day. Yeah, so um, make sure you support that Wednesday the 18th of March, Thursday rather the 18th of March. And uh, I'll be there. So having a run with Graham Myers, one of your players. Yeah, yep. He's one of your key players today. Yeah, most definitely. Look, Graham's come in this year across from Shepherd and Golf and brought a lot of, obviously, Division One Premiership winning experience. And uh, he's played third to Paul Nichols, and that, that rink's been probably our best perform for the year. So hopefully today uh, he can, you know, he can provide a lot of that experience and help us, you know, really push tally as far, as close as we can. Yeah, and you've rejigged some of your rinks. Uh, Jeff Boyle was skipping. Now he's playing second in another rink. Uh, you brought in, I think it's a good move too, Dylan Hearn. Yeah. Come in as skip, and I reckon that's a real, that's a, a big call, but I think it's a, a very good call. Yeah, look, I think the reality was there's no point going with the same 16 that we had last week and expecting a different result. And obviously Dylan was uh, unavailable last weekend. Um, so to be able to bring him in and, and rather than just sort of plug him in where he was as third to Josh Warren, uh, I think it's, it gives us a bit of a maybe a, a trump card. And look, you know, we've got nothing to lose and there's no tomorrow if we don't, don't win. So we might as well be seen to be trying something new, um, you know, and, you know, with Jeff Boyle coming across to Paul Warren's rink as a second, I think that'll steady that rink up a little bit. But Look, I think, um, you know, Tally's got Mark Ryan and Scott Adams coming back in today. So there's a skipper and, you know, a really good leader, even though um, Scotty's been named as a second. You know, I think from sort of 1 to 16, there's no question that their their depth far outweighs ours. You know, we've had a couple of rinks that have really struggled throughout the year. And in finals, I know the, um, the ring points don't really mean much, but... Um, you know, you don't want a couple of rinks down by 10 or more because it's just very hard to cover. So we need everyone firing on all cylinders. Yeah, that's for sure, Ash. And what do you think, um, 
how do you think some of these lower clubs can really improve? Like, I mean, out my club, East Shepparton, where really lost a lot of numbers. We've got a great venue out there. And uh, mm. what do you got to... You think you have to pay a high-profile player to come and coach and hopefully brings two or three players with him? What do you think? Well, I think it's... Look, I think it's the harsh reality, really, because... You know, you look at anyone who's any good that moves to the area, Shep Golf seems to snaffle them up straight away or, you know, Adrian Pantling's come from Wangaratta to tally this year. So, you know, anyone half decent sort of tends to go to the to the top tier clubs. Um, and look, in terms of the smaller clubs that, you know, that don't have a Division One, it's very, very hard for them to attract players. Like I know Dookie benefited a little bit in recent years when the cricket side um, stopped playing and they got a few blokes who decided to switch to bowls but you know long term it's um it's probably not sustainable for them you know like to um keep building the club they they just need a huge influx somehow and obviously you know if they're only playing division three or four they're not going to spend money on a on a coach or anything like that um so it's a hard one i mean east shep's a really tricky one they're they're going to be in division one again next year and as you said they've got this magnificent undercover green that's only you know less than five years old but the way sort of things are trending, they don't really have many people there to use it, which is a shame. Um, you know, they're losing a lot of members and things like that. But, um, you know, like I think it's probably at a point where if a club, you know, and you look at what Kybram's done, they've brought in basically half a Division One side. Uh, and I think, you know, um, money speaks all languages. Yeah, uh, it's... Yeah, what you don't think the uh, it's a big push for um, promotion this year, irrespective if you've got another side in that particular division. You're you don't think that'll come in? Well, I'm not sure whether it'll come in, but from my point of view, I think um, it'd certainly spice up the competition. I think um, sometimes it, it, there's a bit of elitism that can sort of drive a division between certain clubs, and you look at the clubs that are successful, and you know the Division One gets a lot of the you know the the spotlight on it i guess um and sometimes the division two players um you know get pigeonholed into that grade and they're sort of uh looking up at the division one players and um it can create sort of a bit of competitive rivalry i guess so you know for example if it was shep golf or kyabram that happened to win division two this year and they went up into division one and they had two sides there I'd love to see, you know, two Kybram sides play each other and see, you know, how, how they matched up against each other because I'm, because I'm sure those guys in Division 2 probably think that they could take it up to their Division 1 side with how they've gone this year. Particularly, you know, you look at Kybram's Div 2 side and the, the Division 1 experience they've got there, like John Horsler and Rob Seney and Des Campbell and Noel Redrop, guys yeah. that have played a lot of Division 1 in recent years. You know, imagine them uh, having having the chance to take on their Div, Div 1 side in the same comp next year. Yeah, look, I, well, I think that that is a good um, promotion or good a good uh, indication that those two sides would be competitive. Yeah. And I've been uh, saying that Shep Golf's Division 2 would probably be three or four sides in Division 1. Well, that's right. During and the season. Yeah, and um, I think from a... You know, from a promotional point of view in terms of the competition, um, you know, it certainly had a lot of interest with, you know, Shep Golf's blue playing Shep Golf gold or whatever it would be. Um, and, you know, the lo- uh, giving those guys an opportunity to prove themselves against their own club mates and, and uh, you know, making them sweat a little bit maybe. Yeah, well, and there's guys like Ian McCartan and Paul Ledger. Wayne Gribble. Wayne Gribble, they're... Yeah. they're um 
Wayne, Wayne had a season at East with Timmy and John, but yeah. they've been stalwarts in Division 2. You'd think um, some players would want to play in the top and go to another club to play Division 1, and they, they, they did that last season. Yeah. And East just missed out on the finals. Yeah. But then they've gone back to golf and uh, Kai are probably a little bit different, whereas uh, Rob Senior and them, Noel Redrop you mentioned, and uh, Chris Pretty have all played a lot of Division 1. But now they're in... The, I still believe they'd be competitive in if they had another side, if they went up into Division 1 as well as their top side. Yeah, well, I think, you know, if you're a competitor, you've certainly got a lot of pride about, you know, what you've been able to achieve in the past. And certainly those Kai guys you mentioned, when Kai won six in a row, they were a big part of that. But I can understand what Kai's done this year with having to promote some youth, you know, the Boswoods and Josh Cartwright and things like that. They're the future of the club, so I don't begrudge... Um, Kai picking the younger guys in the side but that doesn't mean that those guys in Division 2 don't think that they could still out-bowl them or be competitive and I know when I was coming through Division 2 at Shep Park I looked at some of the guys in the Division 1 side and thought that you know I should be in that side ahead of those blokes and I would have loved an opportunity to have had a crack at them you know maybe if Shep Park's Division 2 side we won a couple of Div 2 flags if we were, had the chance to go up and, and play against our ones and you know out-bowl them and prove, that, prove our worth you know yeah, exactly. Now, and I believe there will be a push. Um, I don't know if the clubs will have much say in it. The uh, apparently it's been the rules. The the rules have been changed though, so promotion is going to be. Um, but how often have we heard that? And the executive have made the final decision on a lot of these. You know. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think the reality is it's hard to keep up with the rule changes, and at the end of the day, the the power brokers make the decision that, you know, they think best serves the competition and, you know, sometimes themselves and, um, you know, it's up to them at the end of the day. And now I think it's time for a word from some of our valued sponsors. We all have our own purpose in life and it's different for everyone. It could be looking after the land or bringing smiles to your customers. Maybe it's building a dream home to raise your family. Maybe it's to keep studying and learning or coaching and staying connected to the community. No matter what you're here to do, GMCU are here for you. GMCU, banking with purpose. Visit gmcu.com.au or speak to your local team today. Station sponsor. At Outback Real Estate, we understand that to get the right deal, you need to have the right people surrounding you. We know you need the right advice and the right information, so we make the effort to ensure that both the vendors and buyers enjoy their real estate journey by providing a tailored service that's just right for you. Specialising in properties for agriculture and business, we provide services to commercial and residential developers. Visit our new website at outbackproperties.com.au. Outback Properties, where understanding real estate is our business. Station Sponsor. South Coast Lime supplies quality agricultural lime direct to the Goulburn Valley. South Coast Lime is highly reactive with a 92% neutralising value, 35.5% calcium, plus high levels of trace elements. South Coast Lime will balance your soil's pH, improving the uptake of major plant nutrients, including nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium. South Coast Lime offer bulk freight and delivery direct to your property anywhere in the Goulburn-Murray region. For quality lime, call Pete and Paul at South Coast Lime on 0488 663 286. That's 0488 
663 286 or find them on Facebook. 1FM Sponsor. Sometimes life stresses can build up and leave us overwhelmed. If you've been finding it hard lately, there is support available near you. New Access by Beyond Blue is a free, confidential mental health coaching program designed to help get you back to feeling like yourself. With no doctor's referral required, it's easy to access. And with coaches local to your community, you know you'll be talking to someone who understands. For more information, search Beyond Blue New Access. 1FM sponsor. Super Saturday Sport with Mark Owens. We're back, Brian. Back with the Goulburn Valley Bowl Show. And with my special guest is Ashley Williamson, one of my cohorts on our After the Jack podcast on the Ship News website. So make sure you tune in here that as well. And this program is podcast. You can pick it up from 6 o'clock tonight, I think, Stats. Normally. Normally. Yeah. Sometimes it might take a little longer, Brian, but normally as a rule, yes. Right, I will go into the weekend preview. It's the first week of the finals. In Division 7, we've got Eildon playing Avonall in the elimination final and Violet Town are playing Rushworth in the qualifying final. Both these games are at Hilltop. I'm selecting Eildon to defeat Avonall in the elimination final and Violet Town to defeat Rushworth in the qualifying final. Yeah, look, uh, I can't remember who I actually tipped in the podcast, Brian, but I think I might have Rushy. got... Rushy. yeah, that's right. They, 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 their form's been a bit indifferent going into the finals. So Lost four games in a row. I think they'll bounce they're back. they're going to bounce back. Yeah, still finished second. Yep, that's <laughs> right. It's still finished second, which is unbelievable. Dropped four games in a row. And Eildon have been the... Um, Eildon have been thereabouts most of the season. They picked up a fair few forfeits. Yes. But uh, hung on to third spot, and Avonall got in in the last, in the last week. Yeah. So. Avonall's form's been pretty good. That'll be the closest final, I believe. So we'll move on to Division 6. These, this, the, the Division 6 is being played at Avonall. Uh, Dookie are playing Kyab in the elimination final. And I, I believe uh, Dan Oster's rink is the key rink for Dookie. He's been their leading skipper. While for Kai, it's uh, Jeff Hocking. And I think Dookie will roll them. Yeah, look, I think Dookie uh, always seems to go well in finals in the lower grades, so I'll back them in to get the job done. And you're yay. I'm picking to defeat Yaroa in the qualifying final. Gary Oliver's been the best skipper for yay, and his rink will be a key. And Ian South, likewise, for Yaroa. Yeah, I think this one will be a tight one, but uh, I think yay will be too strong. Division 5, the elimination final. This is at Hilltop, as well as a qualifying final. We've got, uh, I'm selecting Murchison to defeat Eildon. I hope I haven't put the kiss of death on him. Uh, Jeff Higgins' boys, uh, I reckon I'll take it right up to Stephen Hall's Eildon team. They've been their two best skips, or their best skips in each club. And on a slick um, Hilltop green, I, I think they'll get up, Murch. Yeah, look, I think um, Eildon for me, uh, you know, Mer- Merch has done a good job to, to get into the finals, but uh, I think Eildon will be the ones to beat. Uh, Alex are playing Dookie in the qualifying final, and my selection's Dookie again. Uh, Jason Mole Queen's rink is their top rink out there. And Greg Gilmore, 
There's Pip Bob Bagami, your mate yeah. down at Alex. He had, he had a good great skip. record last year, Bob. I, I, yeah, I, th- I think finals will be his time to shine. It was it? He never. He I, lost one one, one game in yeah. midweek and um, Saturday Saturday pennant for the season. So Bob run a close second to Greg, and I think Dookie will roll him. Roll Alex. Nah, Alex for me. Alex. Yep. Okay, Division Four, Yarrow versus Tat Hilltop. In the elimination final, this is at Marupna Bowling Club. And I'm going to go for Tad Hilltop to defeat Yaroa. No, I think Yaroa will be too strong for, for Tad Hilltop. Tad Hilltop, um, you know, their form's been quite good in the, the back half of this year, but uh, Yaroa for me. It's good to see we're disagreeing here, um, Ash. <laughs> it's all part of the game, isn't it's it? It's all part of the game, yeah. Mate, creates a bit of interest. Kev Milne has been Yaroa's top skip, while Ken Cornell who um, I have played against recently is in good form. So um, I reckon Kenny's side will get him over the line. Seymour VRI played Kai Abram in the qualifying final, um, also at Marupna Bowling Club. And I'm going for VRI. Yeah, look, I think VRI <coughs> been a bit of a benchmark all year in that comp, so I think they'll, they'll get the ticket straight into the grand final. <coughs> And Michael Sikulski. Sikulski, yep. Sikulski's rink has been the best at VRI. And uh, Ted Hazelman at Kai Abram. Moving on to Division 3. This this division was incredible, wasn't it? There was uh, six sides that had a chance of playing finals. Yeah, look, uh, the, the the last round was particularly interesting. I mean, Shep Park went over to Nagambi and needed to win overall. They lost by three shots. So instead of pinching fourth, actually finished sixth. <laughs> it was actually seven teams yeah. that could have made it. Shep, Shep Golf made a, la- a late rush as well. But we, we finished up with um, Stanhope playing Rushworth in the elimination final. They Stanhope scraped into the four in the final round and their form has been good of late. Rushworth dropped from second to fourth, but it was at the hands of topside Seymour last round, even though they hosted it at Seymour. Uh, Butch Stokes Rink has been the best for Stanhope and Gene Sprague, which which you would expect as Rink is the key for Stanhope. Whilst, uh, yeah... So, I, I, look, I think um, Stanhope's form's trending in the right direction. You look at their side, you know, they've got a lot of guys that have played Division One: Peter Myers, Rob Armstrong, uh, John O'Thorne. So, you know, I, th- I think they'll be too good for Rushworth, who's sort of uh, their form's tapered off in the last part of the regular season. And they've got a former 60 and over winner in Kenny Hopner, who's an underrated bowler. Absolutely, yeah. So and, I, uh, I, th- I think hard man ones. to beat. And, uh, yeah, I reckon, I reckon Stanhope will, will put uh, Rushworth out. Seymour played Nagami in the qualifying final. Nagami's come up from the Division 4 over the Premiers there last year. So to um, make the qualifying final, even to make the four, is a, a superb performance. Uh, they haven't got the key players that Seymour have got, the experience like Robbie Baldwin and uh, Biggles Brown. Max, Max Hammond, Hammond. Yep. just to name a few. And Dale Salick, who's a yep. very good bowler. Yep. Uh, Seymour's decided to beat a game for the flag. This time of the year, they've lost three matches. Last year, they went into the grand final undefeated and um, sort of, I hate to say it, but choked, I believe. But they've got the experience to um, rectify this, and and they should be too strong for uh, 
Nagambi. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think uh, this has been three years in the making, and you know they've been really trying to build and get this premiership and earn promotion back into Division Two. And as you mentioned, no pressure of having the undefeated season this year. I think this might be their time. Um, two two more wins will get them there, and uh, I, I think they're really steeled and hardened after the heartbreak of the last couple of years. So Seymour for me. Yeah, Seymour Biggles Brown's been their best skip, and Rob Smith's been uh, Nagambi's best skip. Moving on to Division 2, we've got uh, your team, Shep Park. They're playing Yaroa, and this is at Stanhope. Incidentally, the Division 3 games are being played at Shep Golf, where the Greens are really terrific at the moment. Yeah, look, I think um, our guys playing Yaroa, um, they played them recently in the home and away and um, just lost a tight one. And look, I think um, it's been hard with unavailabilities and then trying to qualify people late on in the year, which you know, I sort of don't really agree with, but it's sort of thrown the whole mix around a little bit. And, um, you know, I think Yaroa being their top side, I think they certainly go in as the favourites. You know, Kenny Sutcliffe, Andy Houston, you know, uh, Shane Drysdale, I think um, our guys will have a really tough task to, to win over there on, on the smaller green at Stanhope as well. Um, so, you know, I think that'll bring Yaroa into it with their sort of aggressive players. Um, but, you know, hopefully our guys can get the job done. Yeah, I don't think there'll be a lot in, but I'll, I think Yaroa can get the chocolates. And in the other final, we've got the two top sides, Shep Golf and Kai Abram, Kai Abram uh, clashing. Yeah, look, I think... That's um, in Tatura. Yeah, look, uh, Shep Golf side... You know, on paper, looks as you mentioned, it looks like there's a lot of Division One experience there. Johnny Hallam's out, I noticed, this week, so he's not skipping. Um, Tim Gribble's uh, been dropped from Division One, and he'll skip his rink in Division Two. But you look across the rinks, Wayne Gribble, John Foley, uh, Roy Brown, a lot of guys that have, um, you know, had a lot of success over a number of years at Shep Golf, whether it be in Division One or Division Two. And we mentioned Kai's Division One experience throughout their side in Div Two this year with all the depth that they've got. Um, but I'm going for golf in this one. Yeah, I'm going for golf too. Despite Kai finish on top of the ladder, they're 1-1 during the season. Uh, we're running out of time. We'll move on to the big games in Division 1. We've already touched on the park. Tally match. I think Tally will be just a bit too good. I reckon um, Park will, will win a rink. But as you say, you never in a final anything can happen. Park have got some good quality players, no doubt about that. And they'll take it right up to them. And in the, in the other match, we've got uh, Golf and Kai. Yep. A replica of Division <coughs> 2. And I think I'm going for Kai uh, Golf to win this one. Yep. I reckon it'll be a great final, but Golf with the two best players in the comp in uh, Brad Orr and Brett Foley. It'll be just um, the cream will come to the top and they'll be keen to avenge last year's loss to Telly. And I reckon... Um, They'll be primed to knock Kai over and, and have a week's rest. Well, I think Kai would be really primed for this as well. I mean, this is what they've set themselves for with all the recruits that they brought in. So this is their time now to sort of prove how far they've come and uh, no better challenge than Shep Golf. And look, I think, um, you know, Kai's got just as much quality at the top end with Brent Rayner, uh, Jeff Beattie, Connor Truen, those types. So it'll be a fascinating contest, I think, over at TAT today. But it's hard for me to tip against golf, I think, as you mentioned, with Orr and Foley, big-time players for the big moments. Um, even though they won all during the year, Kai probably should have won both home and away games during the year. But um, I think you'll see the real golf today. I think we will too. Anyway, that's all we've got. Thanks very much, Ash, for coming in. Good luck to you today playing third. Um, 
for Park in their uh, elimination final for Paul Warren. Um, he's had a good season, and I hope you do well. And remember, keep your bowl on the right bias. Shepparton Scooters and Mobility are registered with the National Disability Insurance Scheme. We can help you to understand your entitlements under the scheme and assist you in working through the process in acquiring the assistive technology that supports you, your family or clients that may need. With all of the leading brands and the advantage of national buying power, you can shop with confidence knowing that you're getting the best products at the right prices. Call us to inquire on 5831 7317 or visit our website shepherdandscootersandmobility.com.au 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message, re-tractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or use tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from, from 1FM's Sport and Road. Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 station sponsor if you have enjoyed the show then please let us know what you think at our socials 1fm super saturday sport on facebook and twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more till next week goodbye